<laughs> and welcome to another episode of Deal Talk. I'm Deal. Let's talk. Uh, first of all, uh, Happy Women's Month, Els. This is your month? Um, so yes, yes. Um, I would like to welcome my guest today, Nick Harris, Elvis Matos, and the amazing Els Christian. Welcome to the show, guys. So uh, this is an episode that I, I've been cooking up. I know my man Elvis has been waiting a while to talk about this. Uh, so uh, today we're going to do our best to talk about relationships. Uh, something that my man constantly preaches on social media, tries to educate the public on. And uh, we also have uh, the uh, else who, who's a psychologist uh, and blocking mental blockage, right? Am I saying it right? Mental blocks, yes. Limiting so, uh, beliefs, all that. We have a her Mason opinion today here. Uh, and then we got Nick, who just keeps it real. I mean, we it's almost like we got the Avengers here. <laughs> Assemble. <laughs> Assemble, yes, yes. Um, I apologize early for my listeners. I'm not feeling too well, so I'm going to do the best that I can to give my thoughts and whatnot. But... uh I'm gathered here with these amazing people. So let's get it started. Boom. So what's going on, guys? Uh, I see you guys doing your thing, Els, especially you going live. <laughs> and that's because you joined the live. <laughs> <laughs> I have a shirt on today, guys. Yes. Oh, and you have sleeves, which is most most important. Are we showing your guns? <laughs> keeping right. the head in the day yeah you're gonna hurt somebody alright so guys so like when it comes to relationships right like what is, what is the first thing that comes to you know to you guys minds uh, complexity mm. I hear that I'll be honest with you, a lot of stuff just comes all at once when I think about a relationship. Mm. Um, I could go, I'm going to go back like when I first think about a relationship. For me, it's memories. Mm. When I think of a relationship, I think of memories. Yeah, um, I think of loyalty. Reciprocation. Mm. I hear that. I think of relationships. Mm. I, I think of stress. <laughs> <laughs> that's the first thing. That, that's the first feeling I got is stress. But, but it, you know, I learned about stress after I got in the relationship. Then it was that great. I'm like, shit, that, damn, that's what that is. And then there's. Like like Elvis said, it's so it's the complexity, right? Because we have there's so many types of relationships, right? Whether you're in a, a I don't know in a romantic relationship, whether you relationship with a friend or, or you know family, it's it's always not very easy. That is correct. Everything you just talked about, right there, pointing all of those out, they're all what everything in life is relationships you don't go through anything without that you don't go through anybody or any level of progress or success in life even when your failures come about you don't go through that technically by yourself you do 
you go through the complexities of what that trial entails, but overall, everything that you aspire to become, you view others who've aspired towards that. Everything that you understand you don't want to be like, you see it in others' uh, image or whatever type of world-breaking event you've been through, whatever experience might have hit you. And so the culmination of all of those things, uh, Nick said, memories, really ties into that because you you build your identity off of the understanding of what you go through in life. What you know has been your life, what you know has been the evidence, has been through the relationships. You, it's only known through the people who knew you, through the impacts that you had ultimately. So El said it, loyalty mm-hmm. and reciprocity. Through that bonding ultimately is what eventually culminates in what becomes relationships what we understand as relationships once we're all past and we're gone. So it comes in so many different forms, like you yourself said, be able to bring it back around. Mm-hmm. And you it's, all part in that just now. It's also like connection, right? Because you to, to, to entail in these relationships that like you have to have some type of connections, like, it's like for me at least it's difficult to to connect with people and and engage in some form of relationships you know whether it's friendship or uh you know like when i first met my wife like i was single for like 5 6 years right like before that i was you know i i was in my first relationship ever and after that you know crashed down and burned like I'm, I, I noticed I'm the type of person that like, when I say I don't want something in my life, it's gonna take something. It's gonna take time, like this huge amount of time for me to go back to that. And in I, you know, in some cases I think it's, it's cool, but then like when you see the time that's passed, it's, it's, it can be very scary. I can agree, and it, it does depend on how you look at it. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. What you make of the experience that you're going through, right? If you yourself are living it up in that sense and you give it that level of credibility that it's that daunting, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of create that space where you allow yourself to agree that it is. So if you flip that, it becomes rather a challenge that you ultimately do overcome. So long as you always know that you're going to be all right. Yeah. I think all remind each other everything that we go through we're gonna be all right yeah yeah uh else like you you're you focus on, on like trying to help people not get blocked but i know you're like when you when you uh approach anybody who's seeking your, your help or assistance like you know do you encounter a lot of people having these difficult mental blocks because of certain relationships they have in their life Absolutely. Um, A lot of my clients, they see the surface level, which is mainly physiological things like um, I'm gaining weight, I'm stressed. um, There's just a lot of things at surface level. But, you know, as a coach, as a mindset coach, you got to keep digging deeper, like Mm -hmm. trying to find the underlying cause of it. And what we often see is that it's from a broken relationship, whether it's between the daughter and the mom with the father, someone who, you know, kind of messed with them in the past, 
Um, it just always went right back to that. And I thought, I mean, it's kind of interesting that you asked me that question because I'm, as I'm thinking about it, that's really the root cause of a lot of the things. Um, how well you, or how, how highly you value that person. And if it's not reciprocated back, that's a broken relationship right there, you know? Um, and then often causes, um, it comes down to communication too. So, yeah. Facts. I like, I, I like that. And I can admit, I'm one person I had a lot of uh, broken relationships growing up. And I'm not going to lie, it, I went through some crap this past summer too, but uh, it's just like, for me, kind of shut me down a little bit. It did um, mess my communication up because I'm, I'm, I'm the type of person that if I'm in a certain pace, certain space, I'm just going to mm-hmm. shut everybody out. And I, and I, I got test like, yeah, it's due to broken relationships, uh, you know, like things you thought what it's supposed to be. But in reality, it's how you have it up here, what you think is going to be in reality. It's, it's really not even, it's like sh- mm-hmm. just straight down there. Is it like you know, self-sabotage almost like you you have this expectation of something and like yeah when you, when you get yeah. it then like oh like this this ain't what I this ain't what I thought it was. You know, like for example, uh my relationship with my father. Mm-hmm. I don't ha- I really don't have it. same here. My, my mother was my father. Mm-hmm. Um so with that being said, me and him, we got a good relationship now, but he never really was my father. We have more of a friendship mm-hmm. than a father. But then, you know, I don't get that mad at it mm-hmm. no more because I realized he wouldn't have been a good dad to begin, <laughs> to begin with. Mm-hmm. So it's better off to have him as a friend. But it sucks because I'm like, well, damn, you know, my mom had to do two jobs instead of just one. Yeah, I was like, what's no, fuck I, with you? I, I all this like time. You know what I'm saying? It's, I, I feel the same way with like with my dad. Like I like especially my dad is Dominican. Maybe Elvis can relate. Like Dominicans are like very proud of, yeah. of being the man and the culture and which is you know admirable. But like especially my dad, he he's uh he's an interested character, right? He's not somebody that I've learned throughout the years. You can't just fuck with him to fuck with him, right? But yet he has this things like, ah, you're my son, you're my son. And you know, because I'm your I'm your son, I'm supposed to love you. And like all my life I felt like, oh like just because you're my dad doesn't mean I have to feel this love. And I, you know, the times I, I partook with him growing up, like I almost like taught myself how to lie. Like I gotta make believe that I love you, right? But in reality, I don't even know you. You, yeah. know, you say you're my dad. My mom says my um that's that's your dad. My sister, that's like daddy. I'm like, uh but I don't I don't know him. I don't I don't right. know him. I don't know him as a person, I don't know him as a man. You know, I'm here like if like I found myself uh growing up very in a very uncomfortable form calling somebody father or daddy or dad when like and like it was never that feeling was never born sorry like it mm. sometimes I, I call myself like cringing 
because I don't, you know, you say where you are and you and and you can be that person, but like, ah, where the fuck were you? Uh, right. <laughs> and, and, and and I don't want to come out as being judgmental, right? But like, that's like the first question you ask was you 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 ask yourself. Yeah, that's true. The one, the one thing I learned uh, with these titles that get tossed around is that people just assume the identity once the title's there. Mm. And like that's mom, dad, uncle, brother, sister, whatever, you know. And um, I tell people all the time, just because those are like the, um, I would say, bylaws, like you're automatically that. Doesn't mean you're actually that, you know. I tell people all the time, you gotta earn that. Mm. You yes. have to earn. It. That's that's one thing I tell people all the time. People, you know, they take, oh well, yeah, that's my daughter. No, okay, well, you ain't really been her mom since she was born, or mm. you ain't really been her dad since she was born. You know, like you can't just sit there. I hate. I always hated that when people, you know, they do stuff like that. And that just makes like a whole idea with relationships even worse because you like it pushes you away even more. Be like, yeah, remember my dad? He came to my eighth grade graduation. He got kicked out because he was drunk. Mm. He said, "Yeah, that's my son." And I'm looking at this dude. I said, "No, you're not my dad. Get out!" Like I'm telling my son, "Like you're not my dad. Like you got to go." Like, and I'm just like. You never earned it, you know? People love getting them titles, and they truthfully never earned it at all, in my honest opinion. So much to unpack, dog. What? Listen, shout out to all the mothers, future mothers, past mothers, current mothers. Moms, moms are everything just as much as dads. Dads are just as much as everything as moms. Like, it, there's, mm-hmm. there's standing here. You can't have one without the other. But for the sake of of the situation, I I grew up with my mom, man, just my mom. My mom is all I had. And then my little brother came a little later. My father, from what I understood, he was um, arrested and deported, Uh, arrested for, I think, for a year or two. And and he was was sent to the pen in jail and and then deported. Um, I never met him. Uh, I didn't actually learn who he was. Matter of fact, it came in kind of like phases for me. I, I didn't I didn't know that the man I associated as my dad wasn't my dad until I was seven or eight. Then at nine, I found out who my father really was through a photograph. He was in gray. Um, and then after that point, uh, my first encounter with my father was until I was 14, 15 15, 16, give or take, I was already a teenager. And circling back now, I'm a 30-year-old grown man. Well, before I get there, actually, uh, 26, I have my first son. My first and only son so far. I'm blessed. And now, fast forward to my 30th. Listen, man, it's like a whole situation. I got to tell you, we grow up with the understanding. We grow up with these expectations we grow up with our environment the way that we see and grow with things we look at those as associations and we determine 
that that's what we're supposed to technically be either getting or doing, give or take, depending on how you are, how you associate that and grow up with it uh, and download it. So what I argue is our parents were exactly who they needed to be. They never they, they did exactly what they were supposed to because we are where we are right now because of that fact. And it took me so long to learn and understand that for myself, because having the one parent, it was extremely difficult. She had to try to play both roles and unfortunately got lost in the fathership role more so than the mother. And I wound up losing both parents, if you really think about it in that sense. Mm-hmm. So fortunately, there's a good and a bad when it comes to, you know, figuring out what your balance is there. It's not bad, nor is it like the best thing ever. You know, you have to find that middle ground. But to find a healthy understanding as to why our parents are and why they happened and what the expectations tend to be for us and what we really should be relying on and getting, it all comes and stems from how we grow through life with the info that we have. I didn't learn more about being Dominican until I looked for it. They couldn't teach me. They only knew so much. Or my mom only did. <coughs> mm-hmm. It wasn't until I was a full grown now with the want and the will and the drive to learn more about my history because I want that excellence for myself. And so I had to learn to figure out more from within me, not knowing that I needed to do that as I was younger. I made a lot of mistakes. Nick, not, Nick mentions this. That, you know, you, you go through your relationships and you struggle because of how you're raised. And I'm not going to lie. I'm a testament to that myself. But I'm grateful because I'm here talking to y'all now about this. Rather than talking into the wall, depressed, and getting ready to do some negative stuff. Because, you know, there are so many people out there with no outlet wondering how to figure this mm-hmm. out. And when in reality, you are who you are because you have something else that's bigger for you. Mm-hmm. So, I'm now in a position where I'm about to help my father come back into the country. Salute. I'm the only way, I'm I'm his only way back. Yo, you know how freaking humbling that was to me? I could have been mad. I could have been angry. I could have said no. Yo, I have his whole, his whole life in my hands. Like I could determine if that man comes back to the U.S. or not. I, I, if I was any other me, Prior to me now, I would probably revel in that the worst way or not even care. Who knows? But what I do know is because of what I've been through and so much of what I've been through happens too often. I don't want to keep adding to that negativity. So for some reason, God just said, yo, this is a positive thing. You're going to be somebody that puts somebody else in position and it happens to be a dad. So now my son is going to get me and my dad in his life, which is where I could see not a fixing, but a, a better piece of art with the pieces that were broken. See, I, 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 I feel like the way you're, you, you explain uh, like the phases of your dad, like that's actually the best way I can explain my dad. I had him phases, right? And then I'm also stuck in uh, I'm also stuck in the predicament of bringing my dad back because he also got deported. Right. Uh, and but I, I'm not conflicted as, uh, you know, I'm, I, I, I totally see an opposite of of your decision making. Like, like 
you know, I have no problem of bringing him back. But I also have to realize I'm just a tool. Right. You, 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 you know, I, you know, and it's, it sounds like I'm bitter and fucked up and, but I'm not. I just see shit. I, I just see, I, I see shit like, uh, I see shit how it is. I'm just a tool. Don't call. You don't seek. You don't do nothing, but you call to see, to give me an update about this. And then when you call, it's like every other Sunday when you're alone and you're drinking your wine and it starts to catch up on you. That's when you choose to remember me. And but yeah, I had opportunity. You know, I, I had opportunities to stay and grow like my mother. You know, I had opportunity to stay with her, and they'll they'll constantly mention that to me, right? But my question is, you you keep you don't understand. You put me in a predicament to make a choice. Why would you put somebody that's so young, that's been through so much, at a very young age, back against the wall? To make this life-changing decision. Because it was supposed to be you. Right? I'm sorry. Yeah. That was, that's it. It was supposed so to be I, I chose. I chose me. Uh, every time my mom tried to pick me up from PR, I always said no. I made, I, made, I made it hell. Even though living in PR wasn't such a great. But I felt like even though it was I felt more safer there than with her. And same thing with my dad. I don't know you, bro. You put you put me against the ball at a young age. You know, at seven years old, I had a, I had a really, seven years old. I really had to look at my life and and be like, all right, these are the relationship I have around me, right? This is not good. I you know I only knew this is not good, and this is gonna take me somewhere I don't want to be. I don't know what that want to be is, but my gut feeling is not good. Right here, it's not great, but it's manageable. And people sit there and say, "Oh, you ran! I didn't ran. You put you put me in a predicament against my to choose me to not be where it's not good. I'd rather be where it's not great." Right? You get what I'm saying? You know what's so fascinating about this, man? Listen, I'm supposed to be your version, dog. Like, I don't have anything. I've been I've been homeless three times now because I put my chips in other people. And I was shown it over and over again. Over and over again. Marriage and not marriage. All of it. That when people decide to choose themselves, they will. And they do. No matter what I do, no matter what I gave, no matter how much I tried to fill that hole with me then, not knowing what I needed to do for myself like you're doing for you, I could have saved myself a lot. But I guess in a way, I, I can't conceptualize that, uh, that reality for me no more after, after only growing more this way. Mm-hmm. You know, now I'm only here now because this mentality caught y'all's attention to this degree, just like yours catches mine. And it's just so fascinating to see that we went through such similar circumstances and we chose exactly what was the best for us. It's not, it's not bad or good. It's got to be sensible and healthy. And that's kind of the point is, is most people don't even have the ability to know how to decipher these things that we had no choice but to figure out. And so bringing that here, give that ability to others like you always said 
because I see your talks all the time. It's for others to learn as well, for others to grow and know that they're not yeah. alone. And it's so it's it's picture. It's it's difficult because this is go back to now, present time relationship where we and as you're talking about like me not be able to connect with people. This is this is what what you know we could sit in the same room. You probably connect with ten people. I'm still in my corner feeling okay, not bothered, not worried uh, that I'm supposed to build relationship. You know, so in one and one way or another it affects. You get what I'm saying? Like it's it's difficult because you know, like 2022, right? We live in an age and where yo, you got to make people like you. You, you, it doesn't matter if they hate you. you got to make them in order for you to grow and move and be successful. You got to make them like, and I find that. And that's something that I've been told all my life. And I find that so irritating. Like I'm like in, in Spanish, we have this thing called avioso, right? Avioso. Like you, you got game. You could talk, right? You, you know, you got that nice talk. You know what I'm talking about, Nick. Right. <laughs> and I can, I can play that card. And I know if I play that card, I'm very good at it. I'm, I'm, I'm more good at the 95% of the people around me, right? But I choose not to because it's, it's, it's work, unnecessary work. It's unnecessary work. It's like you're trying to make your balls like you, and you know they're a piece of shit. And then two, three years, you're, you're doing this, it gets tiring. And then next thing you know, you fucking blow yourself up, get fired because it, it, it consumed you. It's so exhausting. I don't know why I'm still smiling about it, too, because you're exactly right. I, I'm not in any position to want to, like, say, mm, but this, no, to the T. But I don't know why positivity continues to haunt me. <laughs> it just, it's just weird. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was, what's up, I was, I see you quiet, Spit some, spit some knowledge, y'all. <laughs> I need, I need a woman's perspective. I'm a note taker. I'm a note taker. Uh, <laughs> um, probably analyzing everybody. No, yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, I just, yo, I'll just say what my my first thought was. Uh, Deal was talking. Um, I guess it really comes down to your intentions. Like, yeah, if you my people please. <laughs> Please don't make me feel misunderstood. Yeah, but yeah, you're gonna um, you're gonna get burnt out. You know, like you, it brings back to the expectations that we we're talking about when you are getting to know people or kissing ass to other people, uh, and you're getting mad because their their your expectations on them meaning. Um, for them to act in a certain way that you want them to act. Mm. That's controlling, manipulating, and that's why you're burnt out. Yeah. So just being if you wanna if you wanna meet somebody, just meet somebody, you know, and just go in and just just wanting to know them. Not with any expectation of what they're gonna do for me, you know, um, or how they're gonna um, you know, be in my favor in the future. Just genuinely listening to their story. I think that's fulfilling enough. Um, and that's what true relationship is. Um, but we don't want to get too deep on that part. Uh, I want to talk about also, um, for me, it's so interesting that you guys, Nick, you two, did you, you had a bad relationship with your father, right? 
Yeah, no, we, got, we, got, okay. we got daddy issues. <laughs> ah, shit. No. So, no, no. Don't I'm do it to me, Alex. Shit. What? No, I'm not. I'm she, not. Look, she was writing that shit down. She's like, all right, all right, all right, one, two. All right, my turn. Here we no, go. Uh, no, I just wanted to make sure, okay, because uh, no, I, I grew up a little bit different. Um, I had both my parents, but you know, I'm someone mm-hmm. come from the Pacific Islands. Hello. Um, Hello. We came in in search of the American dream, you know, in Long Beach, California. So I grew up in Long Beach, California surrounded by gang violence but my parents are you know christian missionaries all they knew was the church and when you come into an area like that in the hood if you will we are uh it's not just a cultural change a faith change but it's an environment change and um being a first gen i couldn't connect to my parents so i still even though i had both of them i had issues with living up to their expectations on us because they sacrificed for us, but we were still caught up in a different type of influence. Um, and I guess it wasn't until my, um, my oldest brother, he actually was killed by a rival gang member. That is when our eyes, not just us, but my parents' eyes like opened up like, okay, this is the reality. You know, we can't live in this um, religious facade if you will um and so that's what i kind of grew away from my faith and also grew away from my parents expectations i didn't care anymore but i was also angry i was bitter because i felt like i needed my parents relationship i just need them to be the first that they just went to god and i didn't understand at the time but elvis brought it up too it's like yeah, at that time, but when you grow up and you go and you want things for yourself and you start to seek it for yourself, then I start to understand um, on that perspective of why I rely on God now. But I had to go through hell just to get to that point. Um, and so I look at them in a different in a different view now. It's like they had to do what they had to do for them. But now I have to release that pressure on them. And I got to do for, what I got to do for me so that we all can move forward, I guess, in our own perspective and our own faith, our walk, sorry. Um, but it's, I guess it just goes back down to releasing that expectation, the pressure. Mm. But yeah, I wasn't going to get going on y'all, and I'm not mm. judging y'all. Mm. <laughs> I'm just saying. I think it's difficult because we don't have a life manual but the Bible, if you, you know, people preach, it's like a manual on what not to do, you know? And then we have our parents that don't know what they're supposed to do. Right. There's, there's, there's not really any foundation. We go through what our last ascendant did. Right. Rather than, you know, when I look at things sometimes, you know, and I do the best of my ability. Right. I see things that I do like and I see what I don't like. And fortunately, in my view, maybe maybe it's because I go with my, you know, my grandparents or a different era, right? I, I don't see multiple things. I only see yes or no or black and white. So like when I make a decision, it's it's either good or bad, right? It's it's 
So I take out every, every good thing I see and I implement it on myself. If I, I don't like, I discard it. And that's, you know, everything in, in, in every individual, you know, I can see this where I could do better. And even in my business, I see this where I could do better. You know, I don't I don't try to hate or discredit or whatever. I just those are small things that inspire me to be a better person, you know, and and I'm not saying I'm the greatest person. I just I'm just saying I try and things that I, I think as a parent uh, and these relationship, you know, we can also do the same. But with the mindset of that, you know, example, like uh, I, I, I fall I fall a lot of times like I, I meet these people that I admire so much. Right. And like I, you know, I, I'm very impressed, very I'm not very impressed. Right. So I'm like, feel like I, I become a seps and I just want them to like me and like me. And, you know, come to realize that like just because you like something doesn't mean they like you back. You know. And, you know, you could be like here, you know, preaching them, but that as soon as you walk out, they're, they're like shitting it on you. You know, it's like when that thing, idols become rivals. So I find myself falling in that category a lot of time because I'm a person that I really don't connect with people. And, you know, most of the time I'm trying to uh, avoid people. And when I'm sometimes when I'm in gatherings, I I don't have that balance because my upbringing essentially was either yes or no. I'm either in or out. There's no middle ground. And that affects me in this timeline today because I have no balance. I only have is I'm either all in or all out. And and that's why for me, at least it, 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 it tends to be difficult having any type of relationship either with my mother or my sister or you know you know my wife or my stepdaughters or some you know it could even affect my son but that's me and that's beautiful that's you right now that's you culminated in the understanding of what you encompass thus far the beauty of it even further is that you can understand and comprehend you to that degree, mm-hmm. which only means there's so much more of you that you have yet to even understand and explore as of yet. And the more you continue to push yourself and challenge yourself in this way, the more you'll come to understand why forgiveness for your world isn't so much about the world deserving it. Because if we were all born to be judge, jury, and executioners, I think we would be a different, we would be marching to a different tune mm-hmm. for the most part. And so to know that we all, we all get born with this innate free will, if you will, you know, in a world filled with dangers, in a world filled with negativity, it's almost beautiful irony. You know, you get placed, you get in a way misplaced in this place to freely roam but only because of these certain things that you have to follow guidelines if you so choose to. So it's like you end up balancing things that you don't have a manual for. We get, we, we can, we can apply that to almost everything that we go through in our lives. And in part, really, that's a part of that whole process, man. As you think about the nineties and the eighties and the seventies, 
not for the glam and, and what we know them, but you put your family and friends in those time frames, and you, in a real, in a realistic way, you put yourself in those imaginative shoes to think about how the environment was then, what people were like, and what, uh, what people like us were expected to be like. She mentioned L.A. Nick uh, mentioned uh, his father and, and how he's growing up. You're uh, mentioning your moms, and I'm mentioning my moms. And we both battle with this whole thing uh, uh, about our dads never being there at all. And so we all have these different but similar journeys that we go through, mm -hmm. only to ever understand that it has to go through us for it to continue manifesting further. We have to accept that it went through us. Mm -hmm. So it's not so much that it's happening to any, any one of us on purpose. And trust me when I tell y'all, I don't believe this all the time. Like there's days that I feel like the world is definitely out to get me, but that's the human aspect of things. Mm -hmm. Once we get that feeling of it and we go through the emotion, you, you realize. See, and, and, and that feeling, you know, I don't mean to cut you off, but that feeling right there, you describe the world coming at you like that for me is normal. Mm -hmm. If I don't have that feeling, I'm like, okay, what the fuck is going on? Right. Because that's, that's the only thing I ever knew. And so you associate that, but you understand that there's a better, not better, better language. There's an even greater challenge to be had mm -hmm. when you challenge even that about yourself. You understand that and you accept it. Now challenge what you don't like or don't agree with or don't accept. And you ask yourself more why. Why you behave. Why you challenge it. And instead of dead-ending yourself, just for the sake of knowing that you can conquer you, of course, if you become a master, you're going to feel unsatisfied in a world that continues to move. The only way you can feel like you're continuing to grow properly or for a purpose is to always remember that you're still, you still have room to grow. We're children of this life. In a way, we're students of this world, students of this life, way better. Then we are, you know, striving to be masters of anything. If there was really supposed to be a dad manual, but I, I, think, I think we would have found it by now. I think we would have found it by now. <coughs> I think you're right. Oh, well, no, they got dummies for dads, so. Uh, boom. <laughs> Dummy has it right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they ain't got it right. But, no, there's, there's really no manual, but um, I'd like to say, son, um, when you said, like, basically the world's coming at you and everything, that's what I always feel like. You know, I, I realized something. I'm 32, right? I'm about to be 33 March 11th. And... My 32 years of life so far, what I learned is at a young age, um, I wasn't thinking about what the average 11-year-old was thinking about. I was thinking about stocks, real estate, flying somewhere to, uh, make this paper. to another planet and stuff like that. My mom used to look at me like I was crazy. My uh, my brother sometimes, my, my old brother, he'd be like, you old damn weirdo, like, <laughs> you know, but that was always me because I used to watch certain movies. I sit there and watch TV with my mom, with my mom fall asleep. I'm clicking the channels and I find something weird to watch. I'm like, oh man, yo, that looks interesting. But the thing is, I realized that um, 
us as human beings, yeah, the world is always going to come after us, regardless of what. There's always going to be some type of test for that. The thing is, I believe we're, we're all like these super geniuses, but a lot of us don't want to go through them, them rings of fire, them hoops, them levels. And like you were saying, Elvis is like, okay, why this? Why that? This kind of third. If you don't sit there and, and um, take the chance to even see why is it this or why is it that, you're never going to evolve. You're never going to grow. And we'll sit there and just be stuck in the same place over and over. And then that's where our anger comes from, our buildup and everything else, just being constantly stuck. And, and, and then when it goes to the relationships, rather it's new ones or old ones, you're either carrying the burdens from the old ones into new ones or you're never even given the opportunity for the old ones to even be fixed because you're so angry, you're frustrated, you're not willing to take that step anywhere because you're just like, you want everything to stand still. And we, one thing we all got to remember, time don't stop for nobody. Time is not your best friend. Time will keep you moving. Yeah. So that, that's, that's what I really be thinking because... I could, like like I said earlier, yeah, me and my dad, we didn't have a great relationship now. As I think about it years later, I said the best thing he could have did was actually stay the hell away from me. Mm. No, he wasn't no good for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Later on in life, yes, he he he's like an asset to me now. <laughs> we okay. I'm not saying we're the best buds, but mm. I know he got my back in certain situations. I got his back in certain situations. We'll talk on a daily basis. We don't see each other all the time, but we'll talk. So you're you know? able to to uh, like rebuild some type of relationship, right? Yeah, like, which is not, not bad, you know. Which is better? Yeah, it's something is is better than nothing. And and like I always tell people, I'm the type of person. Even though life hits me hard with a lot of shit, like Bill, you already know Elvis. I believe you already know. Yeah, I got shot a year ago. You know what I'm saying? I'm blessed to be here. I'm good with that. Happy to have you. Yes, like, so, um, but also, I'm the type of person I love just putting good energy in this world. Even if I don't get it back, yeah. I'm cool with that. You dig what I'm saying? I just love to put positive vibes, good energy out on this, that, and the third. And go, going back to what we said earlier, when you think about relationship and memories, I'm the type of person in general, this is this is how I overcame a lot of things, is to focus on memories. Because we're always, it's, it's never going to be all good. It's never going to be all bad. Some Somewhere down the line, it balances out. But my thing is, I focus on memories a lot because when it comes to memories, I don't care who you are, I want to just build good memories. Mm-hmm. That way, Whenever I'm feeling down or if I'm mad or just something just frustrating me, I just think about a good memory with somebody I know. Like, you know, I remember that, this, that, and third. And, you know, it really helps helps you get through a lot of things when you just focus on the good stuff. I mean, we always want to have the bad stuff. But if mm-hmm. you give more attention to the good stuff than the bad, overall, I think people will be all right. Can I what? share something? Yeah, go ahead. I think I mentioned this in a in, in a previous episode before, or maybe we just in conversation with somebody, but 
think about not being able to have memories. Think about if we, anatomically speaking, the way that we were developed and built, we weren't capable of producing memories or of retaining memories. And we continue mm-hmm. to life forward. How would, how would, what that generates within me to ask is, how much would time well spent actually be time well spent? How much would things begin to matter if you can't touch back to them in a way that you can think about them or still even in a way have the luxury to be mad about them? So in a way, as human beings, the way we're constructed, we're already spoiled uh, by design. To think yes, about them, have to make the d- t- distinctions and determinations that we do about them. And then even further, we base that on how we end up living our lives in combination on how we were positioned and then what we end up doing with the result that happens. It's like it's two things or mo- a multitude of things that ends up happening. And so mm-hmm. we go into relationships like boyfriend, girlfriend, teenagers grow up looking for that, trying to become that, trying to you know pursue that. But we never had any manuals or anything to really like help us understand yourself first because you're carrying that baggage. You're giving it to somebody. Mm-hmm. Figure out where that's going first, where that's been before you go figure out who you're going to give it to because mm-hmm. I help a little better. But the memory, um, think about that aspect, yo, if, if we didn't have memories, how much would really, how much it would really actually matter more to connect with things before it, uh, time takes us all. Yeah. I mean, it's very mm-hmm. important because it's, it's, you know, memories will connect to the lessons we've gone through and learned. You know, I mean, I, and still that for me is difficult because, like, for me, like, majority of my memories have to do with feelings. So, like, I could be sitting there and, like, I, I don't know, like, I pinched my toe. It directs me to a certain memory growing up, you know? So, like, mm-hmm. even even if I, I, me, right, and I could be wrong, I don't know, I'm not a fucking scientist, right? But, like, for me, like, I'd be haunted by that feeling. And drive myself crazy because I don't know where it came from. So it'll be, to- <laughs> it'll be torture. But um, <clears throat> I want I, I want to know is is it safe to say right? And this is two questions, right? And one safe to say because of these these relationship or basically foundation sometimes for our trauma in life, right? Or our good and bad moments we go through. Are they foundation for that? And at what point do we start to realize what relationship are more important than others and become significant? I'll go first. Um, okay. I, I think it's the moment that you start to reflect. Um, when you, if you don't, go through self reflecting at the end of the day or at the end of the week. Um, you're just gonna we're just gonna keep going. We're gonna go and we're gonna get hurt and we're gonna keep getting hurt and we're just gonna accept it. But without the ref- uh, the reflection and analyzing um let's just say your day, you don't realize the energies that you like you have different, you know, it's not just like a straight shot going up, you had a good day. There's different moments in the times where your energies are low. And if you don't sit back and analyze that you didn't realize that that moment that it was low is because it was the people that were around you 
and you don't realize that even though it was your brother, your cousin, your loved one, just because of that title that Nick was saying, you're going to override the fact that it, your subconscious self knows that that relationship, there's, there's a disconnect. And it could go on for years without the reflection and analyzing of the different energies and the patterns. And, and, the, and it's there. But if I really think that that's the moment that you're going to realize. Or if you sit back and you see, like, you invited your you know, someone to an event that really meant a lot to you uh, to have them there and they didn't come, then that's when it's, it's going to hit you in your face if you don't, you know, reflect about it. That's one of the moments where you, you're going to get to a point where it's no choice but to see that it's a hard pill to swallow, you know? So uh, that's just my first initial thought on that question, the second question. Um. For me, it's the relationship with yourself. Mm. That's where it all starts. Um, truth be told, um, it took me years to realize about having a relationship with, with myself. And uh, I went through my first major breakup years back. Um, and, you know, that shit took a toll on me. I ain't gonna lie, it fucked me up. But uh, during that time process, I, time, I, I, I had to I realize something, and this is something that was told to me uh, with my mom's husband. He said, you don't have a relationship with yourself. I'm like, what you mean? I'm like, I do. What He's like, mean? no, you actually don't. <laughs> I said, no, nah, man, I do. I said, what are you, you know, I'm about to get defensive. Like, what are you talking about? But he sat there, broke it down, and explained it to me. He said, you're always doing this. You're doing that. You're doing that. Doing that. Doing that. Like, what are you doing for you? What are you doing within yourself? When, do you ever sit there, take the time out to sit there, just actually have a conversation with yourself? When's the last time you did that? And I really started thinking about everything he was saying. I said, damn, I said, I'm like, yo, he owned something. Like, I need, I said, I realized I haven't done that. And then, but that's when I also, it expanded to me realizing I never had a relationship for myself. You know? And so the one thing is, like, if we don't have a relationship for ourselves, we, we aren't going to understand ourselves, our actions, how, how we're going to act, you know, our reactions, that we won't understand it because we don't have that inner relationship with, with ourselves. We don't know ourselves. And I think a person that knows themselves, you know, is better off than a person that doesn't know themselves at all. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's where, you know, it all starts from, from within learning that relationship within. And, you know, you just go from there. Essentially, like the, the relationship you should value first the most is yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's not that's but, not that's not being selfish. It's not being selfish because you have it's, to realize. It's, it's, yeah, it's totally, it's totally because, and I'm just stating that because a lot of people mm-hmm. hear that it's like you just you know just being selfish is not. No, so, it's, it's, that's it's ignorance really because <laughs> when you fall, who gonna pick you up as an adult? Just gonna hug you. Just gonna love you. Who, who gonna hug? Who gonna say? 
get up. You got this. Like, mm-hmm. ain't nobody there half the time. You you know what I'm saying? So it's just like. Um, and when you go up, you can't expect it from nobody. Yeah. So, like, I I, I tell people, that's one thing I, I, I notice. And I'm like, oh, that's what that means. It's like, it's not. It's, it's, it's just like. You got to know yourself and and nobody's going to care more for you than you. Period. Mm-hmm. You're going to make yourself go to the doctors. Somebody could tell you to go to the doctors, mm-hmm. but they're not going to make you. You're going to make yourself go. Mm-hmm. Overall. Facts. That's my opinion. <laughs> Facts. What about you, Elvis? Oh, so much. Um, what was the question one more time, brother? Shit. Uh, <laughs> so uh, it was a two-part question, right? One yeah. was, um, does the relationship, like, is it safe to say uh, some relationships we have are foundations of our problems and obstacles in life, right? And the second one was, like, at what point do we start uh, identifying what relationships to value or not? Okay. So, man, I love all of y'all for speaking truth to power, power to truth. It's only going to work if you're honest, man. It's only going to work if you're honest. And that's a part of this. It goes deeper. Um, uh, Using onions, you got to keep peeling it don't just stop with taking care of yourself. It goes deeper about how you're, remember my first word when we started, complexities. It continues to go or ties like a string to another challenge or another obstacle that you might've gone through. So like, for example, I started to understand that I needed to do better for me at 26. Like it took me going through two, two, uh, two, two divorces, two divorces, to then making my third where my son was in the way or not even in the way, but my son was uh, in the circumstance uh, where where I was dealing with things. So not only did I have to lose my job, I had to lose what I also identified with as far as like my personal home, the entire construct and idea that I built quote unquote was all crumbling. And it wasn't because I was doing anything wrong. It was because the way that I built things up to be wasn't a solid foundation because I didn't understand who I was attracting into my life, why I was attracting them into my life to begin with, and understanding the kind of energy I was putting out into my relationship. A lot of times we focus often on who we bring in, how we take care of ourselves, the type of people we bring in, when we also got to look at who we're coming into place as, who we're doing things as, what things, uh, what what kind of things are we uh, associating with or encouraging when we're involved with people, the knowledge that we bring to the table. Because at the end of it all, you're, you're learning to be with yourself so you can reproduce better for yourself over time. So when it comes to those things, it's a matter of understanding more about what you're bringing to a table as who you are with the things that you learn about you. Not just that, but it's just as important as 
what it is that you're uh, attracting into your life and the type of people you're bringing in. Boom. And I think when, when I released this episode, I think I'm going I'm to title it relationship, right? Relationships. I think people are going to uh, get a, they're going to be thinking about one thing, but it's going to be about another thing. I don't, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think they're ready to go in like, and how deep it goes having relationships with people. And it's not sexually, romantically, just relationship relationships in general. Mm. I don't think they're, they're, you know, they could probably think, oh, that's an episode of uh, they, they're going to give advice and how to love and, and shit like that. And it's, and it's not. I went in depth with it to a foundation mm-hmm. rather than uh, uh, touch the surface of what everybody's expectations yeah, you know, I think it's 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 very like I uh, like I told you, Els, and and uh, and on the live we did. It's very important to, especially in these days, COVID hit. You know, we're going through a war. COVID is still around. You know, they're telling one thing or another. So important to identify and get to know these relationship we're in, right? To really know who the people around us like. I've always been a person to call you my friend. It's real difficult for me. I try to call you buddy, old pal, or or acquaintance. You know, and, you'd be and, surprised and, at how many people who don't work on themselves mm-hmm. are in a, in a position to look like they're in the right, but because of how they react to people without any context, assume that people mm-hmm. are doing. Like, if you're dealing with, you know, a, a, a mother or a father. And you got to come together to work things to be, you know, around your child. Too many people take take that too personally, when in actuality it, it has nothing to do with you. It's got everything to do with the foundation that you're supposed to be building for the child at the center that you're both responsible over. So just using that as a part, as a minor example, people like to get in their personal feelings. One might not want to call the other or be in contact with the other as often or relate to the child that they have a parent out there thinking about them and whatnot have you. And then the other might be dealing with aspects of life that they might deem more important or their child might be more important and their personal life or professional life might be falling apart. The dynamics can be different for everybody. But the point overall is it's never supposed to be about you because obviously that's done and done with the relationship. What you're trying to do is find how to work together as mates in this life, as just human beings. Mm -hmm. And all of that, unfortunately, takes going into yourself. You can't possibly hope to be good if you yourself always carry, like Nick was saying, always carry negative things that just continue to build and only leave you thinking in that way anyways. Mm So you you got to really be aware about yourself and really understand how you take and function. No, it's facts. I listen. People people give me a lot of shit, right? I love myself. <laughs> I love myself. I love myself. You know, they call. They they love to tell me, hit me with the if it's not your way or it's, it's not your way, it can't be done or whatever. Yep. Yes, I love myself. You know why? Because. I'm not going to put myself in, in a predicament that's going to make me unhappy. Mm-hmm. I, I, t- I, I tell, uh, yeah, like I tell, like, listen, 
there's there's deal and there's deal mark Diaz. Right? It, it's deal is what everybody knows throughout the years and whatnot. And deal mark Diaz is me. I'm very pragmatic. I'm very pragmatic. I could get into shit. I want to. The hardest day of my life is trying to not, not keep a hold on that. It's to keep a hold on that. Tell me, tell me sometimes you stretch, you just want to fucking go wild and let it all loose. Right? And you can't. And you can't. And you can't. Because you're holding to a different standard. You got to know your place. You got you, you, you to be an image because people are looking. Right? There's that degree of responsibility. Yeah. Exactly. Damn right it is. I love myself too much. People don't understand. Sometimes they're like, when I say, like people meet me, right? And think I'm cocky and I have all this, this ego. It's not. I had to force myself, uh, will myself to believe in myself because there was nobody there saying, hey, you can fucking do it. Self-awareness. I'm so, I'm so comfortable alone because I, that's how people treated me. Right there, boom, to the side. Leave me, he's no. there, right? Because now he'll go wild. He'll go crazy. And nobody will talk to me, right? You know how many people have both parents and turn out to be murderers. Hey, so like, bro, and that's the, that's the shitty know? part because I, I'm going to keep a G. I'm going to keep a G. That's like, true. You know? I'm going to laugh. It's true, though. No, like, I'm going to keep a G. The- <laughs> no, I didn't want to laugh. <laughs> I'm going to keep a G. Like, you know, it all go- goes back to that expectation. Like, the hood are, are the first one to criticize, oh, you grew up with your, your daddy and your mommy. You didn't grow up like me. I'm hard, right? But who's to say you grew up with your 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 mom or dad and you're a saint? Shit. Some people are better off fucking growing up alone than with their parents. That is true. Not everybody got true. their shit together. No, you, you want to hear something crazy? This is something my mom tells me. And because I have a total of three siblings, right? And I told my mom, me and my mom had a heart to heart. And I told her, I said, mom, I said, you know, it's crazy. I said, even though you raised me and everything, I said, I didn't get that much time with you. Because my brother, my older brother and my sister, they were the the two trouble ones. Streets, gang shit, all that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? And I said, they got more attention than I got from you. And, you know, she told me, she said, she said, Nick, I'm going to be honest with you. It hurts that I told her that. Mm. But she said, I didn't need to worry about you. She's like, she said, for some reason. Now, my mom, she's she's Catholic. Um, I'm not religious. I believe in God. I just don't partake in religion. Mm. And um, she said, she always tells me, she said, I didn't have to worry about you. She's like, you got this aurora around you that I know you're going to be okay. It, it took me a couple of weeks to understand what she meant by what she was telling me. And then we had a whole conversation again. I just said, Mom, I get it now. I said, I, I, said, that, I said, I love you. I, I, but I said, I love you so much. I said, I just... Wish I had a little bit more time, more some little attention, you know what I'm saying? Just a little bit, but you know, and I but I also I got it. It took me a little bit to really understand it. And I'll just like, 
And that made my, my relationship with my mother even better than what it already was. Mm. And I was like, damn, I said, okay, she sees. Like, even though it may not look at it, she sees what I'm what I'm doing. She knows. Like, and 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 to me, that's 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 like a real awesome thing that you, you all know what's crazy, bro. You all know mm-hmm. what's crazy. And and if they listen to this, they're gonna give me shit because they always do. I'm the one. Everything you just stated right now, I'm the one that actually told my mom that. I didn't go to my mom saying, I understand. No, I was the one who explained to my mom that because my mom has like uh, like four or five siblings, right? Mm-hmm. And they will always focus on their siblings rather than her. Mm-hmm. And you know, just like you broke it down, it's like I wish I had more time with you. I had to explain to her, they you you wasn't overlooked or nothing like that. They just didn't have to worry about you. You were considered to be more okay than you know these other siblings of yours. You know, and 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 that same thing you explain you you told your mom. Like for me, I feel like I got a certain point in my life that like. I understood that. I mean, I never told my mom that, but I understood that, and I came to almost an acceptance of like, I'm here for a reason. I'm not there, you know. I'm not complaining. I have more time with you, blah blah blah. But I understand. Sometimes I speak to my mom, and I'm blessed because now our relationships are better. Sometimes I speak to her, and I and and I just let her vent. And the shit that she has to go through with my other siblings, bro. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, and you, and you start getting to understand, yeah. and you just like, oh, I get it now. And, and I'm blessed because <laughs> she doesn't. A little bit yeah. away. I get it now. <laughs> and I'm blessed because she doesn't have to go through that with me. And yet, I'm telling you here that I can't. I'm, I, I realize that I'm a problematic person at times, mm. right? So that means something. Yeah. And you don't want to repeat what you went through. Nah, bro. That's double work. I don't like doing that. Yeah. (laughs) And the positive out of that with me is that now every time I call my mom, it's it's never like stressful. It's never this is is always a good conversation. It's always happy. You know, it's never this. And then she says, yeah, I really don't got to worry. But she said, I'll call you. I know I don't have to, you know, hear no stupid shit or this, that, and third. I'm gonna hear you're gonna tell me something good. You're gonna tell me what my grandchildren is doing. You're, you, you're gonna tell me what you're doing. You, you're gonna ask how I am. You know, this, that, and third. You're gonna talk trash. Look, me and our husband. That's that's my guy, Jermaine. He's a good dude. I love that dude to death. He's a blessing to my mom. He he really takes care of her and all that. And um. Me and home, like, she'd be like, yeah, me and home, we'll talk so much trash to each other all the time on the phone. Be like, oh, you a punk this, you a punk that, like, jokingly and all that other stuff. Respectful. And then when, we see, then when we see each other, like, yeah, well, no, 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 you know, and all the other stuff and everything. So overall, like, when we get a certain understanding, I think relationships get even way better than what you could ever thought it could have been, mm-hmm. you know? And you, you're able to have... um better conversations as well when you get over certain hurdles. Yeah. 
shit past three, that's three four years i've had the times i spoke to my mom like i've had the these amazing conversations that probably we would never have if if you know i i speak for myself you know i can't speak for her, but certain things we haven't moved on from mm-hmm. right you notice that you guys not just y'all but like uh, all of us um so let me try try bear with me here we're all taught the type of love that we do, that we show, that we live. I, I just heard it out of the both of you right now through the examples that you guys commemorate about the parents that you learned history from. And it's understandable why y'all carry yourselves as such. And the way that I reflected on myself is I didn't have either one of y'all's perspective. I grew up with a parent who was completely opposite of it all. Um, love was only reserved if she deemed it worthy. Some some kids grow up with more love than others because, like you said, Nick, uh, she didn't need to give you as much. I argue that love shouldn't be reserved at all. Love, and that's not something that you can expect your parent to know at the time, of course, but mm-hmm. now between all of us. Love isn't something that deserves to be reserved for anybody. Love is love is love. If we all understand it to its core and it's a matter of your actions and it doesn't matter when it starts and when it ends, it just is when it is. So if you identify it, then understand that that's a risk you can take or not. Me, I didn't grow up with the love. And for that reason, I didn't understand how to put a limit on it. I didn't understand how to identify what was real and what wasn't. So I had to go through so many trials to then be able to identify what some of y'all were able to do that I wasn't at an earlier point in time. But what that left me with more of is more of like the thick skin to be more open because I kind of know what to expect at this point. Mm-hmm. Like I learned mm-hmm. the love that I get at home because I had no choice but to learn because I opened myself so much, not knowing I wasn't supposed to do that to begin with. And so it's so interesting. That's in a way I can understand why I would be more welcoming of someone into my life who might've done me more wrong, where you'd be more stoic and reserved in your decision. But then also Nick would be, you, you yeah. would be cautious, tread carefully. Yeah. And this is this is what I you know, if you're going to preach anything in life, man, preach, you know, patience, preach, control your emotions. I tell people all the time, you know, you should ignore your emotions, but you should also try not to let them control your life. Oh, that speaks to you to me a little bit because you had to grow up with Mm -hmm. Dynamic of religion in the household that I also grew up with mm. in, sev- in in a couple different religions, as a matter of fact. I won't point them all out because I'm not trying to out my family. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They parents tend to do that because they don't they don't know anything different. They understand a structure that was there. And we're not in like if we're looking back on our parents' times, guys, they weren't like in the kumbaya era to, to share knowledge and we're, we're all kings and queens and royalty mm-hmm. aren't about that vibe yet. So that obviously to them, it was more about the golden watch era 
get to the job, do what you got to do, pay me my yeah. money. Yeah. If that was the case. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, you got the gang violence that we all deal with, the losses, the lives, the, 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 the impacts, everything that comes into play later. Where we learn to associate that life means way more than just the black and white. Yeah, and that's why I said, like, yeah. you got to do your best to be in control of your emotions, right? Because everything I preach is, is because I'm, I'm fucking using it. I'm living it, right? Mm-hmm. So, as you know, going back to you as a parent, like, it's some, you know, I'm overwhelmed sometimes that sometimes I don't catch myself being mean to my son. And yet, it's not fair to him. It, he, you know, he doesn't understand. So, I have to be in tune. I, some type of self-control and patience because he's watching. That's what some, some things that uh, parents and growing up, we, we, we were not understanding is that they're watching us. First lessons. They're watching us. So you got to be in your best behavior. You got to show the version, the best version of you you can. Ooh, the best version that you wish you had. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. and, you know, and don't get me wrong, it's trial and error because sometimes I'll be fucking overwhelmed. I don't mean to come off that way. And I got to sit down, I got to go to this level, and I got to apologize, hoping he forgive me, hoping that he will understand. But that's something I didn't have. I tell, you know, it's like, it's like Nick, right? Nick is an incredible father. He's a, he's a man raising two beautiful young daughters. I wish I can be half of the man that Nick will be, right? But Nick has, a res- that, Nick has a responsibility that he can't bring any woman to his life. Nick, Nick has to be the man that he needed when he was growing up for these girls. Ooh, you know why? And I use an example because they're watching. If I'm not, mm-hmm. if I don't try to be the best version I can be, then what am I doing? I'm better off not being here because I'm just causing another trauma, uh, another insecurity, uh, another shit that I don't want to. But as, as long as mm-hmm. I'm here, I'm going to keep trying. And that's all you got to do is trial and error because patience doesn't come overnight. Patience, you gain it through trying and error to overcoming obstacle to understanding shit in life. And not be and not trying to be right or wrong. You don't need to be right or wrong. All you need to do is understand. Because everybody yeah. has their own perspective and own views and own values. If if my son to hate me, I have to be okay with that. But I'm all I'm not gonna do I'm not gonna just let him do it without me giving my best foot forward first. Why? Because mm-hmm. my father didn't for me. And I I'm more open to loving the man regardless. So what I'm saying with that is my action to want to care, I have to make sure I live that as well so that my son, when he sees me, oh, well, you weren't forgiving of your dad, so why should I forgive you? I'm setting up a generational curse that I may not even be aware of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, break that cycle. Forgiving, unfortunately, about me. Mm-hmm. Forgive, forgiveness is about breaking generational curses. Yeah, do your best to be present. <laughs> always do your best. With phone call, video, always do your best to be present. Because, you know, fuck it. I, I, I'm a young, I said some shit to my parents, like, you know, that hurtful. They might fucking bite me in my ass, right? 
<laughs> Shit. Karma's a bitch. I'm going to tell you that much. <laughs> if I could uh, say something. Yeah. <laughs> true, true. Um, I want to say something about uh, deal. what you just said. Um, I agree with what you just said, but I just want to tweak it a little bit. Um, Go ahead. Controlling your emotions. If you could just shift it to say regulating your emotions, because if you control your emotions for the sake of your, your kids, you're trying to control the situation too. But yeah, regulating true, true. is just allowing the emotion to go, right? Because I would say emotions last 90 seconds. If it's lasting more than that, you're controlling it. You're trying to you're trying to sit with the emotion. Yeah. But regulating it is allowing it to flow. And in order for you to become okay with it is communicating to your son, like or your kid, uh, was not happy with what happened. You know, I'm not trying to teach you as a parent. I'm just saying like it's just an example yeah. of um allowing the emotions to go mm. um and not trying to control the emotion. Like if you're angry, be angry. Mm. You know? Um and I know you're a black and white person, but that was just just a little bit to in the middle. No, no, I feel I, I feel I, I understand and and I agree. But when I say control about your emotions, like I, I mean in the sense like there's people that and and life in general that like uh, if they had a bad day, they let that shit ruin their life and ruin their week. Yeah, yeah. Get, yeah. That's what that's what I mean. And I'm glad uh, you're bringing this up, so I, I'm able to express it, you for know, sure. well for be more understandable. Like when I say, like, there's people that like, you know, there's literally people that didn't get their packages one day, and that's it. They had a whole fucking bad day. Exactly. You get yeah. what I'm saying? And that's what I refer and refer when I say, don't let your emotions. You know, you got to be in control of your emotions, because certain mm-hmm. things in life is, dude, it's it's not that serious. But you got to be yeah. at your best. And some people tend to break down and, 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 you know, and yet again, and I'm still wrong because not, I can't expect people to have all my capacity. That's what I'm hoping to be wrong and, and to be bad, do better in understanding. Mm-hmm. But at least yeah, we're, we're thinking the same. We're thinking the same thing. It's just, uh, I guess my definition of control is different from yours. That's all. But um, it's the same thing. Just, Allowing the emotions to come and yeah. don't let it sit there. Don't let it fester. Um, but yeah, Elvis, I grew up the same as you with the love. Um, it's, I had the tough love and I think it was a cultural thing. And um, because of their, their belief, I actually had no love, I guess. Like it was, it, it had to be earned. Um, and so I thought that was kind of crazy that uh, you brought that up. Cause um I grew up and I gave everybody love and I think it's because I wanted to love back. And I, for, for a little bit, for most of my life, actually, I was a people pleaser up until a couple of years ago when I decided, you know, enough is enough. Um, so that was pretty cool that you brought that up and um, it was some great insight for me. So, yeah. Peace queen. Oh, and uh, that deal had said something about this a second ago. Um, Negativity is always at its best. Why aren't you? Us, all of us. Why aren't we? Why wouldn't we? Negativity, you realize, Mm -hmm. notice, every time it comes, it's perfect. It did everything it needed to to be as shitty as it needed to be. Yeah. Why didn't we (laughs) prepare for it? 
and not prepare for the specific one, but prepare for the fact that it was just coming at all. Like, I think, I, I think you know, and I'm doing my, you know, like I said, I could be open and real wrong. I don't know, but from my perspective, you know, it's, you know, you live a life giving things labels. I had a bad day rather than look at it. You just had a day. Mm. You know, then you go have a good day. You gave it a label. It's a good day. Now, your next day, you 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 want to, you know, go a little bit higher than your expectation. You know, I and for me, I don't I try not to give uh, labels to my days. It's just today. Just today. You know, uh, yeah, I, I measure, you know, trying to measure your days. Of, you know, this day I smiled a little bit more. It helped me bring an, uh, an, uh, an, the next day with a little bit more energy. But because of that day before, right? And they say the day after, it's worse. But because you have that energy and you didn't give it a label, you just, you know, you just live in life. It's a grand day every time I get to see all of you. Yeah. Just know that. Uh, I appreciate that. You know, y'all done said day so many times. The song came up in my mind. Just one of them days. I forgot yeah. to sing it. But yeah. I forgot to sing it. I'm like, just one of them days. <laughs> like, just, yeah, just I mean, it's... My head. I'm like, dang, I forgot about that song. <laughs> it's, all, it's all we can do, you know? You're going to have good uh, days, you're going to have bad days. But you continue to give it these days labels, like... It's gonna instead of you running your life, your your life is running you, mm. right? Nah. So like, just you know, do what you gotta do, live your life. It'll be yeah, all right. Like, like one of the best things that I learned that you could do as you go through life is never put nothing behind you. Never put nothing behind you, because as you walk forward in life, if you look back, it's always gonna be there. If you put it to the side and you continue walking forward, when you look left or you look right, it's not going to be there. That's one of the things I was taught at a young age and it took me a while to truly understand what that meant. And, you know, when I really understood, I think I'd be, I was like, say about when I had my second daughter and she was like 20, I was like 23, 24, I think. I don't know what age was, but um, yeah, just all that stuff, man. Just put it to the side, keep moving forward. Live You'll never see again. Live your life, learning how to be. I I just mm-hmm. thought of this. What you were saying, Nick. Um, I grew up. If I could encompass school in a way, I grew up understanding that supposedly that question always needed to have something at the end of it. Not question, but that sentence. Mm-hmm. Learn to just blank. And I grew up struggling trying to fill that gap up with things that I wasn't built for, that I couldn't fit in, I couldn't even understand. You keep naming it. Only to realize I don't even know what human is. I don't even know who Elvis is. This was when I was going through that trial. Man, if they could just start there and not teach you just anatomy, but teach you that we don't exactly know how we function and come to be, but we're trying and we're being honest about that much first. And if we're just honest on that fundamental level, we can be more open and more welcoming to confusing thoughts and questions. Cause a lot of people can't even mm-hmm. don't even get to want to ask things because of the embarrassment or the pride. 
or, you know, the inability to distinguish all these things that we just sat here for an hour and really broke down. And so it takes a level of humility and it takes a level of want in your self-awareness to want to figure these things out. It just, it's, it's, it's so much, man. That's why I love this topic. Yeah. Because yeah. When you about it, it's all you got. You, you, you all you bring to every situation. So why yeah. not work for the best ways? Mm-hmm. I yes. agree. Yeah. It goes back to what uh, Nick was saying about having a relationship with yourself. Sure. It's very important. Yeah. Because roll tonight. Yeah. You definitely dropped some knowledge today. Dude, I love this relate uh, this relationship, this uh, conversation <laughs> about but, relationships. It, yeah. <laughs> and it's not and it's not what you thought it would be. Right. Those uh, so I think I think you should put a question mark at the end of it just to make just 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 to make it even more interesting. <laughs> relationship. Relationships. <laughs> hmm. We definitely talked about some uh, uh the foundations of relationships. Yeah. And then you know something that's funny and and the more and more I think about it. I think sometimes we don't realize that as we grow and we have children, even if we don't have children, but the people we surround are surrounded by, we start building some type of foundation based off our actions mm-hmm. and everything. And, and people learn from it and they grow from it as well. Like even if rather it's good things they see that we're doing or it's bad stuff. I mean, I hope we're not doing bad stuff, but you know, there's people out there that does bad things too. And it builds a foundation and it, you know, it gives them that blueprint. All right, well, he's doing this, doing that. Well, it gives them a starting point. Yeah, so yeah, I think, and it's like I think we all said it. You know, our actions too. You know, that builds the foundations into what our children will see, our siblings, and then everybody else that's around us, whoever they are. And um, so it's definitely good to put out good energy because you want to. We can build great foundations just by putting good energy out there alone. Yeah. But now to yeah, in order to build that, we need to talk about it. Yeah, we need to yeah, talk about it. Very true. You know, we can't come in trying to be right or wrong. We just mm-hmm. got to talk about it and try to be understand one of those perspectives. Open know? conversation. Yeah, there's already there's already school for everything else. There's no there's no one on one class for relationships, for emotions, for self awareness understanding and literally the core thing that you're doing with everything else that you're learning in life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't make sense fundamentally to not have these topics and conversations. Definitely. Yeah, that's like um I go to therapy, a therapist and I think I like this woman so much. She made me realize a lot of things that I did not see before. Mm. And that's insane because like I thought I knew it all as far as like within myself and certain things. And she made me realize more. She opened my view. You know how you figure, oh, well, I already noticed it, right? It's like this. So you're going to just think of it this one way. She took some of the things that I thought about and showed me a different way to view it. And I, I'm not going to lie. My jaw just dropped and I was just like, 
damn. Never thought, like I never thought about it. So yeah, open conversations, understanding, hearing people's different perspectives and things in general. Like you, if you're willing to do that as a human being, you could accomplish so much in general. You could definitely accomplish a lot in general. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. Anyway, uh, thanks for joining me tonight. It's been an honor having this special conversation with each and one of you. Uh, before we go, let the people know where they can find you at. What's up with you, Nick? You can find me on Instagram, Nick Espinoza underscore two one five. You'll see everything I do. Oh. You can find me on Instagram as well, official underscore EJM. That's official underscore EJM. Thank you guys so much for your time. Boom. There you go. Else. You can find me on Instagram at Own the Struggle. Own the Struggle. Boom. All right. Have a good night, guys. I'm out.